Hey, honey, want to try something different this weekend? Ooh, what do you have in mind? Have you ever role-played before? Uh, you mean like whips and all that other scary stuff? Oh, no, I'm talking about rolling some dice and playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Or even trying something like a cool new board game or a collectible card game like Magic the Gathering. Oh, that sounds way better than the other thing. <laughs> NobleKnight.com is your one-stop shop for all things role-playing, board, wargaming, and collectible card games. Noble Knight Games is committed to providing you with the best possible selection of new and used products with a selection of over 100,000. Everything on the site is in stock and ready to ship to you worldwide. Discounts are available, and you can expect reasonable prices for rare items. You can even sell or trade your stuff to them. NobleKnight.com, where out of print is available again. So I can be the elf this time, right? Oh, honey. <laughs> Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. With dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today... Our legends come from the halls of This Week in Geek, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey there, geeks, geekettes, and cousinettes. Welcome back to These Warriors Are Terrible, debrief edition for Paranoia XP. Man, that was an extremely interesting game. Uh, I am Steve Snowball Sailor, and I want to say that this this episode is sponsored by NobleKnight.com, where Out of Print is available again. You can really get some amazing RPG books, including stuff that you never thought would actually be in print still. Uh, you can, and also, this episode is sponsored by OffWorldDesigns.com. Get some amazing t-shirts, some geeky t-shirts. Mike, I assume you're wearing one right now? Uh, no, this is actually a gift from a Reddit gift exchange. Oh, cool. But there are some awesome Brony t-shirts over there. I yeah. recommend the I Heart Brony and the Pony State Bronies. Yes. So, uh, you are also Mike the Birdman Dodd. Yes! And then we have, beside me... Julian, never been so mad about spam in his life's belaying. <laughs> and... Erica Sailor Senshi Sabo. And... Cassie Casabella Choo Choo. And our GM for this evening. Oh my God, Justin, I'm so tired, Ecock. Yeah. Spam, eggs, bacon, and spam. <laughs> spam, spam, eggs, I, bacon, and spam. I don't want any spam. Spam, 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 spam. It's actually Lovely in the spam. book. Wonderful spam. In the page that has the spam in this book, the bot where normally it has like a title and then a little like I regret I have but six clones to lose for my complex and little funny quotes on the spam page. It's just all spam, 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 spam. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the book right. is more fun to read than it is even to play this stupid game. It's uh, one of the most elegantly hilarious yeah. written yeah. rule books I've ever gone through. It is pretty amazing. I would say this. So like the, the whole th okay, the whole thing about paranoia, this was just to kind of lead up to how we came here today. Uh, mainly we were told by Justin to never read to not read the rule don't book. Don't read shit. I don't think I said don't read the rules, but you should read the rules. But if you read the rules, you're not allowed to tell me you read the rules. But you can read the rules, it's fine, but if you do it's treason. That's what he said. It made my head hurt. Yeah. I was very confused. So, so this was this was interesting for all of us. I mean, because I think the only other person who have read the rules was Julian. 
right? And Cassie, I think you read the I, I read a, a nice portion of it. Um, I couldn't get, oh my god, it's so huge, I couldn't get through the whole exactly. thing. Exactly, I read a little, it was I, I read a little bit, I read just a skim, very skim briefly, the, re, uh, the red clearance section, and yeah. then page 37, which was acceptable and unacceptable behavior, yeah, according to Frank Computer. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's the thing. It's like it's it's a game that you go in pretty much blind. Um, we also decided, or J- uh, Justin decided to um, give us pre-made characters, so we weren't. Uh, we could have created our own, but because obviously we didn't know the rules, we didn't know what what was best. So we left it up to uh, discretion of the, of the GM, and uh, so we had predetermined characters based on a survey that we all had to fill out ahead of time, uh, and that also determined which character we were going to get. So and they were all determined uh, a, a special sort of uh, occupation. Uh, so of course we had Cassie as you were the the uh, happiness officer. Erica, you were the the team leader. And Julian, you were <laughs> loyalty officer. Uh, I was the the equipment guy. I was the hygiene officer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Clean um, team is a mean team. That's right. Bring it on, motherfucker. Yeah. So and then we came in just pretty much blind. Uh, and what did you guys think? I really enjoyed it. Um, this is like the kind of game that I like in that you you don't know what the GM's planning. You know he's conspiring against you, but you don't know the universe. So everything's like it's an experiment. If I do this, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and I, I really like that. I know that um, that doesn't gel with a lot of people's play styles. But that's really the kind of kind of game that I think shakes things up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I uh, It was a little nerve-wracking at first, but I kind of just went with it. I'm like, well, there's certain things I'm definitely not going to do in terms of my real mission, uh, but I'm just going to have fun with this and see where it goes. Uh, and I think that was the, that's what made it so enjoyable for me, was I was just like, oh, I'll just, with whatever happens, I'll just deal with it. And certainly the survey that you all filled out before the show began would in no way have ever conspired to put the least experienced and least confident person in the role of team leader. That would never be the way that survey had worked. Oh, totally not. not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, Rumors are treason. Rumors are treason. Yes. Uh, Cassie, what did you think? Oh, um, I was so nervous coming in. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is so much. I, uh, but uh, it was fun. Yeah. And I feel like we did it totally wrong, but it's awesome that we did it totally wrong. I don't think that there is a wrong way, though. I mean, you can just... I, I, you can... You're set up to fail from the very yeah. beginning. Well, no, but the thing yeah. is, is that, you know, the idea is we, we were supposed to be somewhat backstabby, and we kind of... Uh, I mean, I clearly wasn't... In fact, yeah. I, I feel like my role was kind of... It was it was hard for me to feel like I needed to be backstabby because I was constantly making everyone happy. Well, I don't. Which... I don't think the point is to be backstabby. I think the point is to uh, be loyal to the computer, and if that involves backstabbing, then so be it. But mm-hmm. your role really didn't need to, and I think you played it just fine. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, um, Mike, what did you think? This is a different game than what I was expecting. I mean, I'm not sure if I personally would come back to Paranoia XP as an ongoing thing. As a one-shot, I'm definitely glad that I had a chance to play because this is a game I've been aware about since about the early 90s, but never played because I saw it in, like, Wizard World or Toy Fair, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I started really getting into it around hour two going into three. Mm-hmm. Once, because I think you and I, uh, I'm pointing to Erica, we both just kind of looked at each other and went, man, fuck it. <laughs> and just went <laughs> ape shit. Because yeah. like, all right, I'm bored. I'm going to stir things up a, a little bit. And then things really start I can't believe going. you shot Marco G in the face. <laughs> I know. What did he do? I know. But he did nothing illegal. The opportunity was, annoying, was there. Apparently. Yeah, the opportunity was there. I figured, what's going to happen next if I do this? And exactly. I was like, yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I, honestly, I think with, with me, I, I think I'm... I had the most difficulty with this game, I think, out of all of us. Um, you take dying way too hard. Yeah, uh, you really did. It's yeah. like somebody kicks your dog. It's not uh, that bad. You get clones, right? It's not like you're I know, I know. Uh, I, it, it, it's just, it, it's, a, it's an RPG style that, I, that I'm definitely not used to. Um, and... I don't know. It just it had so many ups and downs, and it, because it didn't have like, I'm not a backstabbing person to begin with. And the thing is, technically, the equipment manager, there was no equipment. <laughs> I was making shit up the it's entire true. time. It's there, true. You, I was tempted to start sending messages from the computer to you asking if the requisitioned equipment was performing to stats. How is the experimental equipment from R and D performing? Can you yeah. perform test eight three seven B and report back? With I was gonna send you like fake status requests to your phone but i mean i was okay i I didn't want to like put you over the verge yeah you over the cliff like that here's the thing though like i i didn't know this until after i talked to uh, justin i think it was after about the first uh uh, first hour um and i had to go to him because like we didn't get any equipment there was no equipment and i all i was doing was sort of trying to fix you never showed up for your mission yeah exactly i was like i was like okay the only equipment that there is is weapons and apparently (laughs) i didn't even look at my stats until after it happened i don't have any uh, i can't fix weapons yeah that's you my can stats. Make them look shiny. I, I can I can make them yes exactly I can make them look very shiny and I you can I, pretend to fix weapons and then accidentally yeah you're and, and, and I have to have that chat the role of the equipment guy isn't to fix weapons it's to inspect weapons yeah and then report back to both the loyalty officer or the team leader on the current status of the equipment and to ensure that the equipment given returns in the form that it was given in the first place so which, not to which is why funds. i replied yes when the fact that all the equipment was was functioning because we never had any equipment to begin with so they were all functioning yeah. so uh, you're the guy that rents the bowling shoes so yeah exactly so the thing is without any equipment to do and without really knowing what to do uh i i was lost the entire time um, I was get the only time that I actually kind of felt like I was doing something was when we finally when we got onto the reality show, uh, and I was just like, okay, fine, you know what? I'll run, I'll roll with the fact that I'm that I'm a robot. <laughs> that was good. I I don't know. I I I felt very. I felt very lost. I don't. I, I wasn't having as much fun as I as I should have. I will admit to that. I wanted to have fun, yeah. and I didn't have enough fun. <laughs> I, I I wish I did. I, I just I think maybe. I played. I don't know. I, I just I, I did. Just, yeah, just, no, and what? I completely understand that feeling. I remember playing another paranoia campaign, and um, it was one that involved an invisible train. And I remember feeling the exact same sort of stupid loss. Was it on sort of? It was. It was the second campaign that we had played. So we were playing it as a sequel to the last one, even though we were all new troubleshooters. Um, which is interesting. That's some, that's really the only way you can do a long-form troubleshooter campaign in Paranoia is you, the players, are the only persistent thing. Your characters yeah. have to constantly be changing because right. their lifespans aren't yeah. long enough. But the um, I remember feeling very frustrated. But yeah. it's sort of it, – it's one of those, like, I tried, 
But it, it, I, with, yeah. with all the going on, and I got you know four other players too, and and it's sort of I'm hoping that you know with the introduction of the film crew, and then with the introduction of the scrub bot swarms, and as the conspiracy begins to overtake, like the 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 trick with paranoia, the mission doesn't mean anything. The office roles mean even less. The uh, secret firms and societies only are there to help add flavor to your character to help push the role play. Yeah. What is I supposed just, to push <clears throat> paranoia is your interaction with the group. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how um, how my character. But the, I, I just wasn't. I just didn't know how to build to portray my character. And the, and to top it all off, I basically was a craster the entire time. I yeah. was captain ineffectual mm-hmm. as, yeah, as, and as that's, I was and once before. And that can before. be frustrating when the roles start not being in your favor. Yeah. Which is why I started taking more and more roles behind the desk and just flubbing them around. Um, but the uh, the standoff in the display room with all the experimental equipment in there. That was great. I was like, yeah. this is like a moment where just the troubleshooters had just snapped. They realized just how <laughs> little everything yeah. mattered, that's how snap. little control they had over yeah. it. I know. That was, just that was the thing. It was, that, 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 that moment of truth. That was the thing. It and was, the only person pulling these together is the loyalty officer going like, computer, request permission to execute team leader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. It was it was enjoyable to watch and listen all that. Uh, again, I just wasn't, I just, did, there was nothing for, for me to do. I mean, I, I could have shot people if I wanted to, but I, there was that's the thing. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have a goal. And I think because of that, I just wasn't able to have as much fun as I want uh, as I wanted to. Uh, maybe that's just a fault of, uh, well, of myself or done, the way I played. In a game like Paranoia, at any time you can request a private conference with the GM. And you could have asked, you know, pause the game, come in here and go, I have no purpose here. And I could have you sit down in a confessional booth with the computer program and... We could find your purpose. You shouldn't mm. feel lost. If you're not having fun, it's your responsibility as the player. I thought you were having fun with the robot. I didn't realize until now that the whole thing was a little bit more facetious. Uh, the, the robot it, was, not, was fun. It just wasn't like that was, th- yeah. but it was to, be, to me, it I mean, was facetious to I do. I had a lot of challenges with doing this for these warriors are terrible because yeah. I'm in another room. I right. can't really feel the energy of the room and as much is, as I would have liked And this is absolutely, and I, and, I want, and I want you to let you know, this is absolutely of no fault to you. Well, thanks. Uh, but it, it's, certainly, you, I, I feel like it is. It, it, actually, I kind of felt more as a listener of these warriors are terrible just but being in the room because it was enjoyable to listen to the right. group interact yeah. with you. And again, the, 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 I love this world. I, yeah. I really do. The fact, when you described it to me as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy meets 1984, I was like, that that is like the coolest idea ever. And reading a little bit in the Paranoia book, it was the most fun. Like yeah. I laughed several times at home and, reading that over. And so, yeah, great. And 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 that's all I would say. Is if you do that, if you ever, if you ever subject yourself to playing Paranoia again, um, I mean, you're not having fun. It doesn't matter which GM you're playing with. Pull them aside and go. I'm not having fun. What can I do right now to have fun? And they can be like, All right, listen, I'm not supposed to tell you this. But Julian is your mortal enemy. He's with the Frankenstein destroyers, and he's got a mutant power, da, 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 or whatever. Or he's with Protec, or he's with he, he's with he's with your rival secret society. He's been spying on you. He knows everything about you. You have to take him out before he reports your treason to the computer. Mm-hmm. That gives you a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Create a rivalry. Like I can do that as the okay. GM. I can totally cheat and reveal secret information that I right. shouldn't reveal. And then if you tell the GM told me, I'll deny it and be like, he's a liar. Don't believe him. Treason points. See, that's that's the thing, and I think. It's because of the fact I didn't know what the rules were. I didn't know what was acceptable. And there are no rules in Paranoia XP. Right. Yeah. That's why you're not allowed to know the rules. Because if you know the rules, you'll feel like you have to follow them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think 
Julian said this when we were just kind of chatting between sessions. It's because we didn't make our own characters. We're not invested in the world. And I, that, no. I really felt that because mm-hmm. in my mind, okay, I think I came into Paranoia XP not knowing what to expect. For some reason, I had this game mixed up with another game called, I think it's called Conspiracy X. I thought this was going to be the X-Files. I was expecting like some super serious spy thriller where everyone's out to get you, which in essence they are. Um, and I think I came in with the wrong expectations. But the fact that we came in with pre-generated characters, it just wasn't something I was expecting. And that's not a knock on you. It's I didn't know what to think of the system in the world. And it very much threw me off because my role play style, um, once again, I think you said this, Twan runs like an action movie. Yeah. There's your opening, your fight, your chase, the conclusion. And with this one, it was very much dependent upon group chemistry. And we all sat down like, is it us? Is it the group that we're not gelling? And we're like, no, it's because we're running under an, under a quote-unquote new GM with a new player in, into it. Mm-hmm. So it's you getting used to us, maybe. And I also, think. yeah, I think going back to the character thing, um, because you didn't roll your own characters, you didn't know everything about your character, mm-hmm. which gave you less options, fewer options to exploit. Like, sure. I, I read this throughout throughout the entire game. I was just reading this top to bottom, trying to be like, okay, I kind of know what I can exploit here. And that was like, it, it required a lot of trying to figure out what I could exploit for my character. I think had we created our characters, obviously we would know those because we wrote the backstory. Sure. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. Um, and I was, uh, up until like this week, I was kind of okay with that. And as I was reading more and more of with Mr. Bubbles. Mr. Yeah. Bubbles is uh, Mongoose Publishing, the guys who made Paranoia. It's their introductory module for both GMs and wow. players. This mm. is the story that they use to introduce people to Paranoia for the first time. It's a tough one. It is a tough yeah. one. So it comes with those pre-generated characters mostly for the GM's sake yeah. because yeah. there is so much behind-the-scenes work. If the player knows more about their characters than the GM does then the gambit doesn't work. Well, here's, I need to know about your skills and your secrets as much as you yeah. do. Right. Um, well, here's the question, though. I mean, because this because this book was uh, for th- yeah. that we ran and, was, and, nine, and, and, was in, in defense of that too. Uh, every other module that I've seen in the expansion packs, they come with suggested pre-gen characters. Right. And it is only in what are called straight games, which are the long form, less comedy, less likely to die, where everything in Alpha Complex actually works. Yeah. Like clockwork. It actually is a utopia, but full of a lot more conspiracy and backstabbing. Is it uh-huh. kind of like Fallout? That, because that's kind of the vibe It's got a bit of a Fallout vibe to it, but um, even less taking itself seriously than Fallout does. Well, yeah. is, uh, here's a question, though. I mean, because this book was that we ran was published in 84, correct? Or is it? This one is 2004. This is oh, this is 2004. Yeah. So this is the revised one. Like Windows XP. That's where uh, the XP comes oh, from. Oh, okay. It's called okay. Service Pack 1, and it's the... Um, uh, it's the uh, they took the '84 style of paranoia and updated it with spam and CSI references. That's what I was wondering. And, okay, you know uh, this is more like 2004 pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, because I was wondering like what would it, was it the because I thought this was the older one and, and I thought like that's actually pretty kind of interesting that they wouldn't spam in 1984. Yeah, like, um, that's very forward thinking. That's very exactly. But I thought like that was my thing is like was it maybe the uh, the the 30 year gap. Um, that we uh, or was it the or was it a brand new system compared uh, compared to that? And I don't know. I, I, I I'm just trying to I'm trying to pinpoint what it was that just sort of wasn't gelling. Oh, I think it's definitely some of it comes down to uh, me. 
Um, my role, I didn't work as well pulling people. But a lot of it is, I think, choosing to do it in a radio studio. As much as it's great, it would be much different sitting around a table where notes are actually yeah. being passed in silent, where I don't have to feel about keeping audio running and keeping a certain pace and hitting a certain mm. time limit. There were certain unique challenges that come with yeah. doing it for terror. I think I think maybe we have found a, a sort of at least an error in paranoia is it, it does not cater well to a short campaign. It, it does cater, not do well for a live it does, Yeah, it, it caters to uh, a much longer uh, run that we can be able to just sort of develop our characters as we go along. Uh, it, it just, it, it, like, it's just, it maybe just doesn't fit with the format yeah. of these yeah, wars. Are I was going to say, I don't, think this, I don't think it's not that it doesn't fit a short game. It's that it doesn't fit these warriors are terrible. Right. It's not episodic. Yes. Like we could do, I'm sure we could do an awesome paranoia campaign start to finish in like eight, nine hours Yeah. Um, and get through everything. But I think it's the fact that, crap, we need to wrap this up and end it on a point that people will remember it on. That's yeah. difficult for you, Justin. Well, like, let me ask you this, Justin, because I presume you've listened to the other episodes, right? Do you think this would have run better had you had the other players, like, say, Scotty? Because you know that guy can react to anything, or Big Mike, for example. Would this have run better with a different group of players? Not not with me. Uh, I mean, part of it was how I was able to... I mean, I was chatting you guys up for, like, last week, you know, sending you little messages, making you mm-hmm. freaked out, and trying to help set the tone. And uh, I, I would be interested in trying Paranoia again. Let's just spend a little bit more time making my own module, letting you create your own characters and see how mm-hmm. different it is. Yeah. I would be interested in not recording it, but sitting around a table, passing notes in secret, having yeah. to eye people down where people are wanting to fight over who gets to sit next to the GM so that they can pass secretly and people don't know that notes are being passed yeah. back. That's, right. that like that cool. I'm in. That's actually one that of the things like where fun. you can spend perversity points to get that vented That's seat awesome. you you know, know, right next to it. You know who would be the perfect players for you, Justin, for this? You need to get Big Mike and you need to get Tom White. Yeah. Because Tom gets retarded into this. Yeah. Him and even, like, basically the group who played Pendragon, even Connell. These guys would be great for you. And I, I, you know what? I want you to run Paranoia again this year with the other group. That'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. Get a different perspective. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. those are the guys, because those guys, they react like bam, 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 bam. These guys are old hat roll players. So I'd be very curious to see how your style would kind of gel with them. And like I said, I think the world of Paranoia, it's interesting. I just wish I knew more about it coming in. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad you didn't hype it up to me. You just let me come in blind. And like I said, I once things started rolling, I found we had a lot more fun, especially in like yeah. hour two. Yeah. I want to derail for a quick second and talk sure. about it. So one of, the, one of the cool things about this game that I think read, or listeners won't get is the, the random things that happen to us that you can't hear. So I, at one point, I took Erica aside and, and took her into the, um, the room with, with Justin and told her that like I had identified her crew as being um, part of the death leopard, the death leopards, and that they are tra- traitors and need to die. Mm-hmm. And that either she kills them or I kill them, and then turn her in for being a traitor for not having turned th- turned them in. Uh-huh. Um, oh, but while I was gone, happened. wait, I don't know why you were okay. paying the death leopard groupies that were assigned to her by Henry Y on her. They were part of the shooter's extra cast and had nothing to do with oh, her I know. role. We didn't know but I, I, I was just like, it was just random thing I pulled out. But as I came back in, because I have this note where I was taking oh. notes on people, yeah. um, because that's what I do. I have a yeah. note. And, and in a normal game, that actually would be used. In a normal module, yeah. there's whole pages on actually doing almost like 
treason combat roles yeah. that deal damage that can lead to the convincing <laughs> the computer to like brain scrub you at the end and have memories wiped that's out cool. or be censored. Um, and obviously, none of that's there. There's a whole nother level of paranoia that this module doesn't touch yeah. on because for first time players, you're just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be way too much to try and take in on top of everything that you had to absorb this time. So this thing, but this thing's supposed to lock, right? And uh, I've got a key, but I never actually put out my intention to lock the, the, the paper. So when I went in to talk to Justin, um, I came back and scrawled in letters on my uh, my pad was, you are being watched in all caps. And I was just like, <laughs> do you want to know the origin of that? I, I, I do. Because <laughs> okay. that's the kind of thing. It was, because it was pretty it, awesome. Yeah, it's a lot less epic than you're thinking. So yeah. we're like, all right, let's fuck with Julian. <laughs> so basically, we're like, let's look at his notepad and know what's going on. But then that's, that's interesting. That's really, if that were to come up in an actual debriefing that someone had done that and not informed the GM, that's grounds for erasure. Oh my God. Yeah. So if someone said. You know, they have to tell me we got his notepad, it was unlocked, and we left a message in it for him. If I don't know about that and I can't work that into the roles that I'm doing behind the scene, it's right there on the trees and damage page. Obscuring information for the GM is the most heinous crime in this game. <laughs> well, and it's I'm not, not sure. Erasure means you die and your clone template is removed. Your whole family is yeah. hurt. I, originally, wow. the, the, the note was going to be, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, Steve's like, this is funny. I, I, <laughs> it's not funnier. It's just like, this works yeah. a little bit easier. And then in a long-form campaign, you get bonuses. The surviving yeah, yeah. members who show up to the briefing all get bumped up a clearance level. Yeah. You get yeah. a better monthly salary. You get some new equipment. And then you all go back to their jobs and but, everyone talks but see, about you yeah. on the shows. I didn't know. I didn't think I was being fucked with like from a uh, just like hilarity perspective. Because, because <laughs> shows what you know my brain with us. No, because when you when you read, especially my character, um, in his backstory, it even says like I'm an armed forces guy, made a troubleshooter, and. Uh, I've been given a loyalty officer, uh, officer role, which implies that someone from internal security is probably going to be on the team watching me. It specifically says. Seriously? Oh my god, that's oh, amazing! I, wow. we had no clue. I had no clue. Yeah, it says, we had you no didn't idea. know much about what a loyalty officer does, but the fact they gave it to you instead of someone from internal security suggests that there's going to be an insect undercover agent on the team watching you. So yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I don't. So for the rest of the game, I was like, which one of you is it? Okay, that just made up for a lot Me. of fun. That yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I'm knowing uh, that. Franken I'm like, all right. I was a Frankenstein destroyer. Are no, you a Frankenstein like, destroyer? I was. Oh, yes, oh my I god. Was. I don't now, think we should Julian talk about like, some um, of our like hidden backgrounds. Yeah, I want to say stuff. Like, Cassie wants to really... say stuff. I've been trying to say stuff forever. Jeez. Sorry, Cassie, go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not even really sure we did that like to fuck with your character's head in game. I think we just wanted to like put something, like put something funny, like. Well, they wrote that down, and then I was like, just draw a butt on the page. Just like, draw a butt. <laughs> Just, from the butt oh. side. Just draw a butt, like. Secret butt And Erica, being a Frankenstein destroyer, I was mm. glad you took on as many robots as you could, but I was really waiting for you to turn on Steve, who was portraying the role of the cyborg sidekick. Yeah, I know. I uh, But that was when I got my Thermintar, too. So... Uh, I, you kind of turned your groupies I, on, the, I, on the cyborg. Yeah. You've been, like, totally rock and roll. I, I know, I know, but I just... It silenced my aggression. You know, and then by the time I didn't have it, then he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a bot anymore. So it's like, yeah. okay, this is, this is okay. 
Well, he, yeah. I, well, I think he wore the prosthetics it. right into the briefing room at the very I did. end. Oh, I did. really? Yeah. 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 I, I never took them off. I never took them off, no. Well, I wasn't very nice to you anyways, though. We never really interacted. That's the thing. I think, like, yeah, just we never, I don't think any of us really interacted other than you two. Well, that's what I mean. Again, if I was sitting at a table and not in another room, I would have been working a lot harder as the GM to sow that distrust and jealousy between players. Because paranoia is supposed to be, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, it's fine. Paranoia is supposed to be less about the world that I'm creating and more about the Mexican standoff mm-hmm. that is the players around the table. And I think uh, like this was good for these words are terrible because in a way, it's an experiment to see whether or not this kind of like, a system like this w- would work. And we can and it shows that yes, it could work in the, in certain circumstances. It's um, outside of our comfort zone. It is outside. Of our, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. exactly because that's the whole point of these words. We're going trying out different systems that we've never tried before, yeah. and it's it's always we it should always be new. It should always be fun, and we hope that you as listeners uh, enjoyed it uh, as obviously most of us did. Um, but uh, <laughs> but if you if you you liked it or if you disliked it or if you weren't sure about it or if you hadn't heard of it before we'd love to hear your feedback about this right um, in you can call us um, 817-717-7202 I check the voicemails typically about once a week and we actually have a new sort of email address for specifically these warriors are terrible feedback so if you email feedback at these warriors are terrible dot com you can be able to uh, go directly it'll go to us and then we'll be able to uh, take a look at the feedback and figure out okay should we come back to Paranoia again or, or play something Similar to this, because obviously there is other RPGs that well, ask are yourself close. This. Would the world of paranoia work under a better dice system? Like say, that's Derps. true. Yeah, or like or would it, or yeah, D six? Oh, D six is so much fun. I love D six. But the yeah. nature of paranoia is that there actually is no dice system. Right. Yeah. Almost yeah. half the time, yeah. I've got all those papers back there. There are four papers there that are me to roll to randomly come up with excuses on why I can't give you information. <laughs> wow. So the the, the awesome. secret behind paranoia is that the dice rolls mean nothing. The only thing that matters is are you entertaining the game master enough that he will go along with whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. If it's good enough, he'll roll and go like, yeah, you win. And he'll take sides, and it's sort of like you got to pick your favorite kid in the room and bribe the the GM with with you know certain like entertainment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's so. I mean, yeah, you could make the argument it would work in a different dice system, except that the core of paranoia is there are no rules. I want to say one All thing about of paranoia. This, in every single paragraph, the famous game designers that wrote this book <laughs> remind the game master that he can ignore every single thing that he likes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Paranoia is probably the only game where I cared about getting everyone's player name right, too, because I was writing everything down. I was like, okay, you're Peter. See, so I was like, you're Hunter. I'm Gunther. Like, just, I, I had it all in memories. Then. But do you guys want to hear just some of, like, the highlights of notes I took? Oh, God, yes, 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 yes. So the first thing I took was, Peter is exhibiting signs of hormonal imbalance and bestial <laughs> impulses. Uh, <laughs> next, Dexter is overly critical and overzealous when it comes to inspections. (laughs) Party seems to stall unnecessarily. Peter seems overly paranoid. Dexter appears to be interested in modifying R&D equipment, which is like a, you know, treasonous activity. Um, Ginger appears to showcase calmy thoughts and humor, in quotes. Uh, (laughs) Peter attempted to enter a restricted area. Oh, Cassie P- did Peter not is horny buy. Is what I wrote. 
Cassie did not buy a joke book in the uh, infrared market. When she opened it up between episodes, I told her that it, it had an entire Lenin manifesto written oh, inside of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I was, never used that against anyone. I was so getting ready to plant that on somebody. <laughs> Dexter has destroyed my pistol. That's true. <laughs> I hate Dexter. <laughs> I hate Peter Dexter. appears to be dissatisfied with his equipment. Dexter has acquired a yellow device. Ginger has purchased classic BBB, which apparently is treasonous because um, normal BBB is the, is, is the better improved version. Why would you want something from the past? The friendly yeah, computer yeah. is giving you something new. Exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Dexter show complete disregard for other troubleshooters. Oh, Dexter's. <laughs> Wait, when? I don't know. You tried some to point. throw me in the Yeah, that, that was the one. Oh, yeah. Dexter's one. robot voice appears to be a blatant mockery of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Peter left the group suspicious. And then, like, fuck it. Peter and Ginger committed high treason for murder. <laughs> Peter awesome. damaged computer we property. Awesome. Ginger used her left hand to shoot. And what that works is, <laughs> I mean, left -handed I people through, are traitors. if you like, what some of these charges would be here at the back with, with the treason. Yeah, what is this GG1A? So, um, uh, let me find the, uh, the treason just, damage Just chart. one more thing before so you go on with chart. that. I noticed he didn't write a location well, or higher security sh clearance. Cassie's got something, huh? Cassie, yeah. I know. There are there any comments about Hunter in there at all? No, because you were you really weren't that uh, un. Um I was, untreasonous. I was being very careful to not be treasonous. I do have one in you. Hunter used an indigo chainsaw. Oh, there we execute. go. Execute. That's <laughs> my note on there. Oh, pretty much. Oh, and then I gave treason to everybody for lying to computer the computer in the briefing. <laughs> Unauthorized. Lie no nothing. one lied to the computer. Unauthorized destruction. And another rule with that briefing is the very first thing said was the official record. So if anyone else said anything afterwards, it didn't go down into the official record. So unauthorized destruction of higher clearance property. Uh, medication plus, and it has like an X, depending on the clearance level of destruction, times 100 credits. So if clearance level 1 for red, 2 for orange, 3 for yellow, so the higher clearance level of the destruction of property, the more percentages. So it would be 5 times 100. So in the uh, lying to Game Master, termination, termination. Demonstrating knowledge of paranoia rules above players' clearance, termination. Um, file sharing, uh, uh, censure. Being present in a location of higher security clearance. Uh, assaulting a lower clearance citizen. And then a citizen of higher clearance which you didn't just assault, you you you, Wasted you them. killed yeah. them. That would be the highest version of that is is termination. It starts at medication and it goes to termination. Um, being accused of treason by a citizen of lower... Uh, so I had you guys writing down these um, acronyms, but also because I knew that we would never get around to it, I didn't make it that crazy. In a future game, I'd have you going like, write down an, 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 an EE34-4, and then at the end of the game, you'd list back all your charges, and then the computer would then read out, basically, boom, 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 boom. You're going to be medicated, terminated, and be fined this amount of money. Wow. In that I, order. You know, I would honestly, for those listening, I would definitely recommend at least trying to be able to pick up the book and just read through because it, it was like just for what I read, a little bit of it, it was amazing to read. Um, it was like it was the con most confusing yet the most hilarious thing I had I had read. If I, I roll agree. a twenty on information withholding, I roll twice and vacillate between two different responses. Wow. <laughs> so um, if I can't if I can't con you enough and I and you guys keep probing me for questions for something I don't want to answer, yeah. only a traitor would have used that information. Is the inquirer a traitor? 
Give obviously wrong information. Repeat it a second time completely differently and still obviously wrong. <laughs> All right, now, do we want to go through the secret stuff or do we want to end off? I've got, um, a, I've got a question, actually. Sure. Um, I might have misread this in, in the rules, but uh, is it treasonous to be accused of treason? It is. I think I pulled that off once, didn't I? You can be fined on the accusation. I mean, it's insubordination through implication. Um, but you're not going to get. It's not going to be a heavy fine. The computer's not going to murder you. Uh, well, the computer can't murder you, but the computer's not going to terminate you. Um, but uh, if you're accused of treason and you can't disprove the accusation, then just to be on the safe side, we'll dock fifty credits off of your account. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right, because right? I thought I, re- I was like, am I reading that right? Or, or sometimes it can be just <laughs> right. as innocuous as you just get an official reprimand, mm. and, and okay. it just goes down in your record. It doesn't actually mean anything, but maybe these things all add up. Each right. area has secret tension levels that I don't tell you about, that I'm doing secret roles. Uh, in, in, for example, the display room, there is absolutely nothing you can do in that display room that isn't going to be immediately viewed by the computer. That tension level was like 14 or something. So, uh, which meant that every time I was rolling secret rolls, every time you did treasonous activities, see, not if, like, was any, did anyone see that that wasn't in the room through cameras or surveillance materials or bugs or anything like that. Uh, whereas in the marketplace, there's a zero tension level. No one's listening in and no one who's listening in cares. Mm. So, What was the PP thing we got? That was destruction of property oh. for the VAT chamber. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. you, you would have uh, uh, probably been put on um, uh, a hate channel for 10 minutes for the entire Alpha Complex to yell at you. Like what happened with uh, the surveys that you filled out to get your things, um, uh, we had Erica actually write down that a commie is squeaky clean. Uh, in one of the answers. So that was immediate grounds for termination and more mm-hmm. so public termination. So uh, you guys, if you had been watching the vid shows the night before like Julian had, would have actually seen Erica being executed as uh. part of the entertainment shows and then her clone took over, which is uh. why she started at Clone 2. Oh. I was so curious. You know, I was like, <laughs> which one should I fill out? I'm like, I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't know. Hoping I, I the liked, bear. Yeah, I, li- I liked being Clone 2. It made me feel like if I did die, like... Well, it, sure, it Coming across NPCs that are Clone Six and Clone yeah, Seven and all these like other not, things, right? You know, I, I kind of liked being in that, now, in that how did point you of view. Determine our roles in this. Uh, well, the survey uh, gives me a way to count up all your answer. All your answers uh, were assigned to numbers, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then in order, uh, the highest number for different loyalty wins went to different teams. And so then one person would get that, and they'd be removed from the pool. And the next person would get that, they'd be removed from the pool. And then the very last one was team leader. So the team leader was the only one who wasn't competing with any other numbers. They oh, were just wow. the last one who didn't get any other roles. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. I see how it is. Oh, that's I was funny. so scared. I was like, I don't want to be team leader. And then I was. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the most unhelpful team leader ever. <laughs> the, the main reason I asked that Which question. Is exactly how the team leader is supposed to feel. Exactly. Yeah. I liked being surly like that, just being a jerk. You could not have picked a better role for me, especially when you look at <laughs> You look at my background. I'm just going to read a little bit of this. You're very believable. You've always got a way to work the system and find another angle, whether it's convincing someone of another lie, just find the right evidence in the right data logs, or plain pretending to be someone else and slipping out of the room before it's too late. I am a master bullshitter. Yeah, you were pretty and much And I tried to do that in the game. again. man, Justin, you picked the, just, just the right role for me. I, uh, yeah. And it was fun to try and convince you, and when I couldn't convince you as Marco... That's why I was just like, man, I'm just going to fucking waste you, because if I can't convince you with 
honeyed words, you're going to do it at the end of a gun barrel. Who, what was everyone's mutant power? You know I mine. had super hearing. Oh, mine shit. was electroshock. Oh, that would oh, be really cool. useful. Yeah, but I didn't know how to really use it. Cut someone's balls. Well, yeah. you never asked me. The mutant yeah. powers specifically don't have descriptions. They're all in the Game Master section. You uh -huh. are required to ask the Game Master for anything you don't understand. And then I'll sit here, I'll open up the page and be like, yeah, it looks like you can uh, take laser fire into your hands and redirect it. But what I'm not telling you is that if you fail the roll that I do secretly on a number that you don't know about, which I actually do know, I know what all your power numbers are, um, you take all that stuff in, you begin to glow, and then explode like a tac nuke. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, nice. and, and everyone's mutant powers, you uh, had Matter Eater. Yep. If you had used, every time you used it, your power level went to zero, which was also another role that I'm not going to reveal because that would be giving too much of the magician's secrets away. But if you had used Matter Eater more than once in a scene, you would have not had the mutant ability to pull it off and would have said, ripped your esophagus out of your throat and died. <laughs> but you just, for whatever lucky, stupid reason, only did or did it once per scene. <laughs> and every scene, your mutant power would recharge and you'd be able to do it again. But if you had pulled out a sword and then go like, and now I'm going to pull out something else, you would have reached into your throat and tried to cough up and then all the ammo would have gone off in your head. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be yeah. right? But but that uh, was you know they, they, there there are malfunctions for every weapon. Yeah. There are backfires for every mutant power. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, it, uh, I'm the only one who knows that. So that's one reason why you shouldn't read the game master page because it gives you all the information. Then you ask the game master. He opens up to that page and he tells you some of the information. Yeah. And it only tells you enough that he wants to tell you now. And then maybe he'll lie about the rest and he'll include the rest. And you go, you know what? That you're not cleared for that clearance level yet to learn about that mutant power. Maybe you should ask to get away from the group and call your secret society and ask them what they know about your mutant power because you can trust the secret society in a way that you can't trust your own teammates. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, especially uh, with uh, you, Steve, you were with the mystics. The mystics yes. believe in mutant powers. They're friends of mutants. They use drugs to uh, uh, they're, they're kind of like weird hippie druids. And so they're always like getting high, like, hey, man. But they're also like using superpowers and stuff. And it's all just all part of the cosmos, man. <laughs> and so, um, you know, when you were down in the market or when you're with the limo or one person's going off to the washroom. Um, but I mean, again, that's part of the, the challenge of the game is when I say to the players, you can ask me anything you want and you don't, uh, I don't know how much more to say. You should come in here and talk to me about your mutant power so I can tell you everything about it. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't, well, I don't want to give uh, that away. I'd, I'd almost rather you be a little lost and not get to use your it's, power. I guess it's the, it's the not knowing what is proper to do or not. Not knowing the etiquette. Of the, yes, the etiquette. But I, I tried exactly to make it. it clear when we had our briefing before we recorded that oh, in a private shoot. conversation with the GM, there is like, no oh, etiquette, there is no rules. You can ask no, anything thing, right? without I like, repercussion. I, 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 I guess maybe it's just because <laughs> I, or I just didn't know what question to ask. Yeah. And I didn't want to, like... But, it, like, you looked at electroshock and you yeah. didn't know what that meant. Well, it's the thing. It's like I kept, I kept, me. I kept looking at it, and I was, uh, I kept trying to. I mean, using a mutant power is really dangerous. Yeah. Because yeah. then everyone that's knows the you're you a mutant. That was that's 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 the contradictory and thing. Being, is that being a traitor. Being a mutant is being a traitor. But of course, everyone at the table is a mutant. Yeah. Yes, but that, again, it's just it, it's the it's not knowing what questions to ask. I think was what at least for me 
hampered me from from being able to play. You know, so, one of the things too, if you ever play it again, what you can do is you can always go to a confessional booth, confess to the computer that you are a mutant, put on the yellow stripe, and now everyone knows. But it also mm-hmm. puts you as a target. So, hey, the computer allows you to live with your mutant powers. You should go to the front of the group. Right. He and, wouldn't have let you live if your mutant powers weren't useful. And in this game, I had no like anti-mutant sentiment, sentiment leveled at me at all. Even no. though there was uh, not a Frankenstein destroy in the group, but was there anyone uh, from... Um, uh, what were your secret societies? We I had was, uh, mafia. It oh, was yeah, mine. You're free enterprise. You're thinking of crap. you're thinking of me. I was, was anti mutant. You, you were you were anti mutant. Yeah, like you should have been doing everything you possibly could to have pushed him into food vats or in the in, like like as the scrub bots are going. You just happen to trip him by accident, make it look like an accident, right? So that no one can put it on you. But you want this guy to be fucking dead. But again, that's part of me as the GM is I wasn't coaching you towards those goals. Right. Uh, and you hadn't created the character on your own, so you didn't. But even when you create the characters, you are supposed to randomly roll for which secret society you have and you've been indoctrinated into. Right. So even the characters that you create, you're not creating. They're still being randomly given to you. You don't get to go and pick your favorite stuff. Yeah. That's not paranoia. Okay. Well, um, mm-hmm. any final thoughts from, uh, from, from everybody? In uh, in hindsight, I'm a little bit upset that I had totally forgotten about my mutant power. Which is what? Energy field. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that could have come in handy. Erica, didn't you have regeneration? Yeah, I did. Didn't you lose an arm at one point? Yeah, I did. Why didn't you just... grow it back? You know, like, I, there's too much chance involved. Because no, sometimes still... it backfires, and that arm doesn't grow back, and an arm grows where your other arm is, and oh then you have God. two arms on one side. Go get him, Lizard Boy. Yeah, that would have been fun. I am glad that I chainsawed instead of energy fielded, I think. I think so. That was badass. Was badass, yeah. <laughs> it's like, say, yeah, I'm just oh. gonna, you know, pull out my 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 violet level chain. No, it's it uh, indigo. Okay. My indigo, indigo yeah. level chainsaw. <laughs> I'm glad I got a chance to role play, like actually try and bullshit you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm yeah. just gonna keep him on the fucking hook and just see what I can do. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. I don't know if paranoia is the game for me. And like I said, that's not a knock against you. I, I just don't think the world is something that I dig. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting to play under you because I've always heard, heard you talk about your role-playing experiences for the last couple of years that we've been really close friends. So this was a this was an interesting insight into you, and I'd like to see how you do with another game. Mm-hmm. So that was me fun too. for me. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Maybe, maybe, maybe Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Julian, what uh, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I really I really liked this. I think we picked up steam when everyone started just saying like up. fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think the problem was everyone at first was like, "Oh, okay, what are my goals? What's the rules? How do I do this?" And then when everyone just realized, "I have no goals and I have no rules." I'm just gonna do what I feel like. Yeah. I think it worked out really just well. Just try and make it yeah. to the end yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah, and we did. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a certain beauty in the chaos. I really liked it. I like the antics of it. Uh, I you know it's one of those things I definitely would like to go back to again, uh, more of an, in a private setting like you were talking about. I I had a really good time with it though. It was really really scary sometimes and nerve wracking, but. It's funny how everyone kind of reacts to that in a different way, and then they'll play on their character a different way because of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I had a pretty good time with it, making those split decisions. So Cassie, good. Uh, I just want to say, Justin, 
even though uh, happiness was mandatory, it was irrelevant because I think you you made all of us happy regardless. So Aww. so thank you for that. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll get to just in a sec. I just want to say, uh, even though I didn't have uh, uh, as much fun as I as I wanted to, it was it was de- it was more fun for me listening to you guys play. Uh, than it was for me actually play. Uh, and I, I, that I did, that I did enjoy, and I think that even as you guys as listeners, you get to enjoy, you get to basically experience what I experienced, and then that was just ex- have experiencing the fun of these play uh, these players ha- having fun in this world. And I I, I want to say thank you, Justin, for that. So uh, thank but, you. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Oh, you're last word. welcome. Yeah. You're very welcome. Let's give thank a big you round of I regret to inform you that the computer has decided to eliminate your troubleshooting group and erase all of your clones. Oh, Please no. report to the termination <laughs> pad immediately. Can Thank I... you for your cooperation. Happiness is mandatory. Can I keep my chainsaw? You're going to be destroyed. Can I keep my chainsaw in my mind? Or in my... That would in my, be, in my that heart would be an AA3 uh, class felony thought offense. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, for these words are terrible, we have been... Cassie Casabella Choo Choo. Uh, Erica Sailor Senshi Sabo. Julian Loyalty is mandatory, Spillane. <laughs> Mike the Birdman Dodd. Oh, Justin Eacock. And I've been Steve Snowball Sailor uh, saying, you know what, play more games, everybody. Have fun. You have just listened to This Week in Geeks. These warriors are terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG systems you'd like the terrible warriors to visit? Do you have your own shameful, awesome, or just plain silly RPG adventures? Tell us with a comment on this episode post, or email us at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.